1 Samuel 19, The Patience of God. The sad tale of Saul is a powerful lesson in sin. James tells us that no one should say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Saul, who once hid himself from God's calling and considered himself unworthy of the throne, is now full of the desire to make the nation of Israel his own, rather than a nation of God's own people. Threatened by the clear anointing he sees in David's life, Saul comes to the only conclusion to which sin will lead us. David needs to die. When the Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death, God does not only mean our physical death. He does not only mean our spiritual death, which leads to hell. God means that sin in our lives will leave the stench of death upon everything we touch. The Bible tells us that as a result of Adam's sin, all of nature felt the sting and groaned in anticipation of the coming Savior, Jesus Christ. Chapter 19 shows the result of sin and the effects of death upon the life of Saul. Saul is becoming estranged from his eldest son, Jonathan, who loves David and sees his father's unjustified ill intent. Saul threatens his own daughter, whom he has given in marriage to David. And of course, Saul is seeking to kill David with implications not just for David or for Saul, but for the entire nation of Israel, as David is their greatest general and champion. Truly, Saul's desires have given birth to sin, which will surely lead to death. And yet we find God in the midst of all of this, patiently seeking to turn the heart of Saul. While God has turned his back on Saul the king, God has not forsaken Saul the man, and even now would seek to lead him to repentance and reconciliation with the God who loves him. The Bible tells us that God is patient, not wanting that any should perish. We read that Saul sent messengers three times to find and kill David, but God interfered until Saul himself went in pursuit. And as Saul closes in on David, we read in verse 23, And he, that is Saul, went there to Naoth and Ramah, and the Spirit of God came upon him also. And as he went, he prophesied until he came to Naoth and Ramah. While Saul is running in pursuit of his desires, which will surely lead to death, God sends his spirit to bring Saul back to life. The same is true for us. God is seeking after you just as he was pursuing Saul. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you are running after. Whatever your pursuits that you believe will bring you life and happiness, or that you want or you believe you deserve, pursuing anything other than Jesus can only lead to death. But God's Spirit is calling after you also to give you life. David, who was the object of Saul's deadly desire, sums this up well in Psalm 139. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. There is no place you can run from God. And why should you want to? His only desire for you is good.